Welcome to Lymphedema Podcast. I'm Betty Westbrook, a certified lymphedema therapist and the voice behind Lymphedema Podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to provide answers and explanations for people affected by the lymphatic disease, lymphedema. This podcast is for patients, family members, medical professionals, and anyone interested in lymphedema. Each month, I will discuss a new topic related to this disease to help you learn more and navigate better your journey ahead. Between shows, you can catch me on IGTV or Instagram TV, as well as monthly live Q&A sessions. I'm so passionate about teaching others about lymphedema that I created this podcast just for you. Thanks for joining me. I hope you're ready to learn something new today. Disclaimer, as a certified lymphedema therapist, all information provided is based on my professional experiences and education. I recommend that anyone who feels they have lymphedema or have been medically diagnosed with lymphedema seek in-person medical treatment from a certified lymphedema therapist. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Lymphedema Podcast. My name is Deborah Penyak. I am a two-time cancer survivor and lymphedema thriver. I can't tell you how wonderful it is to be able to be given the opportunity to fill a void for a few moments on the Lymphedema Podcast. Lymphedema Podcast is made possible by the support of Eros Medical, Bryland's Feet Foundation, Dr. Jenna Wishnu at Lamb Vascular & Associates, Juzo Compression, MediUSA, and the National Lymphedema Network. For more information and to browse previous episodes, visit the Lymphedema Podcast website. Hearing voices of others going through this life experience of lymphedema has been so rewarding to me since my diagnosis back in 2016. And my journey with lymphedema started with my treatment of breast cancer, stage three triple negative breast cancer. And I have never looked back knowing that there had to be a community out there that I could find if I tried hard enough and that if I wanted to, I could be the best patient advocate to be able to help show others how to show up, how to be found, and how to find resources and connect with others going through the same or similar experiences to them. I don't know where I would have been if I hadn't realized in that moment that I was just one person and I had a voice, but I knew how to use it. It wasn't something that I had naturally thought instantly I would become a patient advocate. Who knew there was such a lack and a void when you go into a medical system and you think there's going to be support. I'm going to be supported. And quite often we find we're not. So what do we do in those cases? How do we figure out the best path for our best health, no matter what age? were being diagnosed. Now, when you're a child, of course, you don't have that opportunity, do you? You need a strong parent advocate for you. But as we get older and we go through that experience, I hope that this talk that I'm giving right now will empower you to realize that you as a patient actually have a voice that deserves to be heard. That is something that I learned from my own patient advocate nurse 
while I was having my treatments for breast cancer. Now, I came from a family where I had a grandmother who had breast cancer back in the 1970s. And unfortunately, I watched her suffer through lymphedema with little to no guidance. And back then, let's be honest, there really wasn't much guidance. So now we know that there are still huge gaps, whether it be from social economics, diversity, you name it, it's there. So how can we as patients learn how to use our voice, learn how to ask questions, learn how to say, look, I don't think this is actually normal that my limb, my body part is actually swelling in a different way. I feel heavy. I feel not myself. And I need you to pay attention. Being a patient advocate is not the role for most people. We know this, otherwise everybody would be one. But being one has given me such great reward, not only because I know I'm doing something to help myself, but that I feel honest to pass it on. I feel like I need to be able to find out for someone else, even if it's one person. Using my voice has given me credit and sometimes challenged those nursing or doctor practitioners who are in the mindset that they are the ones that know the best. But let's be honest, each and every one of us does know ourselves best if we take the time to listen to it because our body will tell us messages that we didn't even know we could hear if we just take the time. And when we can empower ourselves to then turn around and say exactly what is going on, to not belittle something that could have really drastic result in your long-term health care. Thankfully, I caught my lymphedema very early under the guise of clinic work uh, at the hospital which unfortunately prior to my surgery for my breast cancer, I hadn't received a whole lot of information, but thankfully I am a research nut. I absolutely thoroughly enjoy looking up and discovering more things. And I thought, wow, I remember my grandmother's experience and I do not want to have that experience for myself. So I learned as much as I could. I got into every study that I could. I used my voice to at least try and achieve some more education, some more understanding. And then I thought, wow, I, I think I've got there. I think I get it. I understand what lymphedema is, but I didn't realize there were so many iterations of what lymphedema can present like from having a genetic disorder to having primary or secondary. I'm considered secondary lymphedema. And I have now, unfortunately, in the last couple of years, had injuries that have created problems that have increased or added to that list of secondary lymphedema, now in my lower limbs, now in both of my legs, as well as my arm and my trunk and my breast. When there was a gap, 
there was a gap that I thought I needed to help cross. Now, advocacy comes in many different iterations, but especially advocacy in the lymphedema community is a role I take very seriously. Because understanding that someone can be born with lymphedema means that those of us that are older and wiser and the louder voice are the ones who are actually doing the heavy lifting. The ones who are able to use our voice to empower others and to be able to create change. Now change in this community is not always fast and it certainly is not top of mind when you speak to many physicians because we know most of them don't even know what lymphedema is. So how can you as a patient advocate even if it is only for yourself, how can you reach out further to your practitioners? How can you help educate them or guide them to be able to get the services and the treatment that you need or require? Well, it takes a bit of gumption. It definitely isn't something that you want to take lightly. And you want to make sure that you're reaching out to a community that's here waiting absolutely waiting for you to reach out. Now, we might not think this, but everything truly is progress. Sometimes it's frustrating, but it certainly creates awareness when we are in a stopgap. But one thing I always try and remind myself, and I offer this to you, is I'm worth it. Aren't you? There are so many things going on in the world and sometimes we can get lost in the chaos of it, especially right now, we're coming through a pandemic. One of the things we live with, especially as a cancer survivor, is it always overbearing and indiscriminate idea of survivorship. Well, with lymphedema, we also live in that realm, don't we? And that is a really hard challenge that we face when we see people who are dealing with a very severe case of lymphedema or how it's truly impacting their life. Because for me, if I were to allow my lymphedema to define me, I wouldn't be doing as well as I am. I am a dragon boater. I'm an active physical person. And I can't imagine allowing myself to stop all of that because someone told me well you have lymphedema you can't do that you shouldn't be doing that i don't like being told i can't it's really not in my nature i've learned how to balance what i call my lifestyle living with lymphedema i am an out and proud lymphy I wear my garments out in full visibility, so much so that even when having medical treatments, while I'm wearing my garments, even in an operating room, nurses are wanting to stroke my arm to feel my sleeve and to ask questions. And I try and answer as best as I can. Living in the world of breast cancer, quite often I encounter women who are in the early stages of maybe trying to sort out what they should do in preparation in case they might get lymphedema. 
And I always, always recommend to them, especially if they're planning on traveling or they're doing lots of activities repeatedly, get a starter garment. Do the things. Ask the things. Do not be afraid of allowing someone else to tell you, I don't know. Find someone who does. It may not be the easiest process, but we live in 2021. We have access to technology. We have access to telephones. We have the capability of finding information if we truly want to. Now, dragon boating, I have to tell you, if you have ever seen really hardcore dragon boaters, they are in rhythm, they are in sync, they are dedicated, they don't give up, but it's not an easy path. It's a lot of hard work. And to me, that's also very similar to what we deal with with lymphedema. Some days may be great. We might have that opportunity to be able to not have as much swelling as we normally might. Take a risk and not wear your garments, not be compliant. The hard work to come back from not being compliant for a long time is so not worth the risk. I'm a big advocate of being compliant as a lymphy. I'm guilty of not always doing it myself, but I know the value of being compliant and understanding and creating an opportunity where I am not running short on the things that I need to care for myself. Now, lymphedema is not, <laughs> not a cheap illness, if you will. Chronic illness is never inexpensive. But lymphedema itself causes expenses that maybe sometimes we don't always have the reach to be able to attain. So I hope that anyone listening is able to find those resources, is able to find any links and connections through this community that we belong through, the Lymphedema Podcast and others. I want to really commend every single one of you who is out there living a strong and empowered lymphy life. And I hope that you too will also become an advocate, laying out a path for others to follow in your footsteps. Because life can get really loud. But listen to yourself first. Be able to figure out exactly what you want to do living this life with this illness you have been given. It's not fair. It's never going to be completely understood. But when your fear outweighs your knowledge, what do you do? Do you gravitate more to just staying in the dark? Or do you choose to go to knowledge, to find someone else who's having a shared experience, to ask to not be afraid to use your voice. I want to empower you to be able to use your voice. No matter how many mistakes you make or how slow you progress, you are still way ahead of everyone who isn't trying. The great Tony Robbins said that, and it makes sense with us, doesn't it? No matter how many mistakes you make, that could be 
being in temperatures that maybe are not beneficial. That could be getting on an airplane and not wearing a compression garment. It could be being easy and loose with activities and not being mindful of protecting your skin. These are things we have to be conscious of. Living in the moment, well, it could be the meaning of life, couldn't it? I want to be present and I hope that you will be too. The lovely Danielle Laporte, I have a quote of hers on my board that I keep reminding myself almost every day. Start right now. What does that mean? Start right now. It means if you have not been capable of doing something, start right now. If you have made a mistake in something, start right now. You can restart. You can define yourself. And you can also make sure that you are taking care of yourself in a way that benefits you the best. Because at the end of the day, you are the ultimate caregiver for yourself. Now, I know we can definitely be defined by other people. Doctors do it to us all the time, right? Well, you're a lymphedema patient, or you're that word obese, or you are not capable there's a quote by Virginia Satire. We must not allow other people's limited perceptions to define us. And that is so true. I hope, I truly hope that I am inspiring someone who is not truly confident yet, but also reminding others that you need to replenish yourself before you're empty. You need to care for yourself because at the end of the day, everybody and everybody deserves to be cared for. Whether it be the mindfulness activities that you work towards, whether it be what you put in your body, what you put on your body, I had the great opportunity to be able to meet someone randomly who was also a Lymphy. I had no idea. Uh, we shared a passion of advocacy. We shared a passion of wanting to do more in this community. And so myself and my partner, Bisa Dobson, who is an amazing RMT and fellow Lymphy, who has made this advocacy world that much better by the two of us coming together and creating conversationally thriving with lymphedema. And we hope that with our activities that we're creating and the garments that we're producing, that advocacy will become more and more the norm, that we will be seen and heard, that we will be counted when people are looking at what lymphedema is and what lymphedema does and how we live with lymphedema. I cannot believe that 
we are in an age where we are still fighting as hard as we fight for all the things and all the support that we need for lymphedema. I know that it's hard sometimes, and I hope that we can go back to some of these great quotations that are there and realize that they actually are true. Believe and act as if it were impossible to fail. Charles Kettering, great quote, have it on my board. It looks me in the face often. Because if I were to think that every time I spoke up about lymphedema, that I was going to fail, I would stop speaking. And that is not in my nature. I'm a fighter. I want to empower others to earn the respect of themselves to understand that they are capable of advocacy in ways they never thought possible. The great Oscar Wilde, and I know I'm being a quote monster, I just really think these resonate and they are tools to be able to use to help propel you forward in your everyday life. Be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. Isn't that true? Everyone else is already taken. Why would you want to be someone else? Be yourself. Be kind to yourself. Be true to yourself and take good care of yourself. We Lymphies need to stick together and I hope that we will. So please come and visit us over at Conversationally Thriving with Lymphedema. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and yes, there's that website. Conversationally is spelled incorrectly on purpose because we want to give you a moment of pause and to engage in conversation with us. C-O-N-V-E-R-S-A-T-I-O-N-L-Y-T-W-L. That's where you can find us. And if you want to find me as myself, Travelicious D. Travelicious D is also my handle on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I hope that you'll reach out. I hope that we will speak. And I hope that this has helped to provide you with a little bit of inspiration today and always. Thank you.